everybody. Welcome to the Meg's podcast. We're here to make you laugh, bring you a little encouragement and remind you to squeeze the good today. Hello, governor. (laughs) I don't think you've done that intro since like episode two of last season. Last season. It was so, it was so last season. Uh, Hey, welcome everybody to the Meg's podcast. I am Meg. And I am Megan. Hey, when life gives you lemons, leave someone a big tip. (laughs) I can't wait to chat about this. It's going to be a good one because let's be honest, I feel like everybody gets themselves into some kind of like tipping situation, right? Yeah. Yeah. When to tip, when not to tip, but we're also chatting about some other like finances, you know, stuff. Sounds so sexy. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to talk about, are you a saver? Are you a spender? Because uh, news alert, we're different. And so one of us is one of them and one of us is the other. It might shock you. It's not going to. No, it won't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You guys, if you have not already found us on social media, we would love to connect with you. We are on the Instas. Instagram? Is that how they say it? Instas? I don't don't know. (laughs) Um, We're on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at the Meg's Podcast. So go like our post, comment our post, like... We would just really love to hear from you. Absolutely. And just a reminder that we are listener supported and we want to give a shout out to Heather W. in Arizona for supporting us. We are so thankful. And if you didn't know, we have six different ways that you can support us. And it's on our website, themegspodcast.com. So head on over there, take a look around and see what you can find. Yay. We do really appreciate you guys. So thank you for listening. Megan. Drum roll. What's been? Oh, do a drum roll. Nah, no, that's okay. No. And you know what? I think you should go first and tell me what's been good because I always go first. So you go first this time. Okay. I'm great with that. I'm really excited about mine. My my week. I got two gifts this week. Oh, that is a good week for you. I know. And you sent me one of them. I did. You sweet little sister-in-law. Um, she Megan sent me a sweater that says pumpkins. I think it says pumpkin spice everything or all the pumpkin spice. I wore it last night. I should know what it says, but I need to go back to my closet and look. I love it. It's so comfy, cozy, and she knows how much I adore pumpkin spice too. Uh, yeah, you're literally in the corner like doing shots of pumpkin spice creamer. So I knew it was something you would enjoy. <laughs> So she sent me a little sweatshirt and that just made my day. And then I had another friend send me, this is so cool. It is a little cozy for my coffee mug, a little sweat, a little sweater for my coffee mug. It is so cute. When you send me a picture of it, I was like, I I want one. I want (laughs) to, or it's just a good gift to give people. Great gift to give people, and it's personalized. So the little button on it says Meg's Mug, and I am in love with it. And that made my whole entire week. Um, she got them at, if y'all want to follow them on Instagram, it's Nandy's Nook, all the ends. So N A N D Y S underscore Nook is where you can find them on Instagram and see all of their cute 
cozy mug options and get one personalized for a friend. I love it. Or, or for yourself. Wh- That's whatever. Right. That's a good idea. Either way. <laughs> so that was my – I got two like really cute just surprise gifts. I think that's what I love the most is when I don't even know like that they're coming. They're coming. Yeah. I might have another one for you. Oh, great. Surprise. <laughs> um, okay. What's been good in your week? Um, so I was thinking about this and I think the thing that I loved the most this week. So there is a friend of Davis's at his new school and the mom was texting me about something that kind of went down at school. Nothing big, but because, um, you know, boys don't really have drama. It's just, I don't know what they have. But anyway, it was one of those moments where the mom was texting me and I don't know her that well at all. And I thought, you know what? Why don't I just pick up the phone and call her? I've never talked to her on the phone. I've probably never even had more than a five-minute conversation in person with her. What a novel idea. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> to dial the phone. Well, dial, do you say dial, push the numbers? I don't know. Anyway, I called her and we talked for over an hour. And in my opinion, I thought we had a lovely conversation. (laughs) Hopefully she felt the same way. It's like, oh my gosh, get this girl off the phone. (laughs) I do. I have a couple of thoughts on this, Megan. I'm glad that it's like filling joy in your heart. Like it is like, I can tell that was so awesome for you. I'm not a phone talker, but I was as a teenager. Do you remember like being back in the day and with your friends or your boyfriend and you would talk on the phone for hours? Oh man, you'd have the phone with a long cord, you know? Yes. And your parents yelling at you, like Mm -hmm. make sure you click over on the call waiting. I'm expecting a phone call or get off the phone. You've been on it for two hours. It's like a thing that we grew up with. Our kids don't even know this. No, they have no concept. And I think that it's so. it would have been so easy just to have a back and forth conversation with her via text, right? But I don't know. I was just kind of feeling like I needed a little conversation. And so when I called her, it was just great. We, ha- we just talked about all sorts of things. And I hung up from it feeling like, man, I need to call more people more often. So yesterday I got in the car. <laughs> I was driving. I dropped Davis off at football and I was driving home and I was like, oh, I'm going to call another friend. And she answered and she's like, are you okay? Is everything all right? And I was like, yes, everything's fine. Just, What's up? Because <laughs> she was like, why are you calling me? <laughs> right. Because if you're going to make a phone call nowadays, there's like an emergency or it's something. A, there's a purpose behind it. And I had zero purpose, but just to say, hey, how's it going? How's your week well, going? You doing all right? Long, how long did you talk to that friend for? Like 20 minutes. You're going to be, you're officially now going to be blocked by like <laughs> half your friend list or they're going to be listening to this and they're going to be like, oh, she's one of those blocked. Like, I know. Whatever. If I, there's also people out there that's like, oh man, I want her to call me. I you just do. wait. I know. You know what? I do really enjoy, obviously I like talking and I like hearing people's voice, but especially now that I'm in Florida even just that hour time difference that we have, my friends or my family are usually doing something different at different times than I am. Yes. And we can't always connect. The app that I use, and you know how much I love it, is Voxer because I can hear their voice and they can listen to my messages at their convenience and I can listen to their messages at 
when it's convenient for me. So I do. It is a good app. I agree I with kind you. Of, I kind of feel you, but you're kind of going old school on Whatever. us. Whatever. I'm going to call you like tomorrow <laughs> with absolutely nothing to say and make you stay on the phone with me for 20 minutes. It's and, you're gonna, pod- and you're going to love it. It's our podcast. That's basically <laughs> what I do with you on a daily already. How how has that part of you not been fulfilled? Because we talk That's on the true. regular. That's true. <laughs> I love well, it. I'm glad that was good. That is that is some good. Maybe I'll try and call. Who can I go call? Hmm, that wouldn't block me. I, I know, know, right? I'll have to think on that. Friends, we've got a juicy deal that we know you are going to love, especially if you're anything like us and you totally stress out over planning a vacation, right? <laughs> Yes, that's totally me. I love trips with my family, but I hate planning them. Castles and Cruises Travel with Brooke Hales is all you need. She's helping me plan three trips right now. That is so fun. Where are you guys going? To Disney, Washington, D.C., and Boston. I'm so excited. That's awesome. I'm learning that I really actually couldn't do this without Brooke's expertise. She's telling me all the best places to go and also getting me the very best rates. And it's not costing me anything extra to get her help. There are literally no fees with Brooke. So I will never plan another trip without her again. I love that. I mean, it is the best of both worlds, right? You get to enjoy a vacation, but you don't have to stress out over planning it. Yes, I think we exactly. all could use that, right? Y'all email Brooke today to start your next vacation. That's Brooke at castlesandcruisestravel.com. B-R-O-O-K-E at castlesandcruisestravel.com. Don't worry. We've got it linked for you in the show notes or on our website at themegspodcast.com. Okay, Meg, I'm ready to go on a vacation now. Can I just come to Disney with y'all? <laughs> <laughs> So we are talking today, you know, when life gives you lemons, leave a big old tip. That's right. Why not? Why not? Actually, I'll be totally transparent. I'm usually the one that would overthink it and go, oh, I don't know. Should I leave a big tip? Should I not leave a big tip? And I'm learning because I'm I'm more of a saver, shocker here, that my desire to save sometimes gets in the way of my giving. Oh, yeah. We'll, and we'll talk about that. Yeah. We don't want people to be a Scrooge, but we do want, we do want people to also learn to save like me because I'm a spender. But this here, I got to tell you about a situation that came up and I didn't, it was kind of like an awkward situation. I didn't know what to do with tipping. And then this spiraled into this whole episode. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we were at an event that had a bunch of food trucks. Okay. And we, me and Logan are all about supporting, you know, local businesses and things like that. So we were excited to try out Got the, got some yummy food. I went up to the window and I was paying for it. And I liked that they had the iPad system. You know, it was, you just put your card in, da, 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 da. Well, it gave me an option to tip. And I had no problem tipping. Gave them a nice tip on the little iPad thing and was fixing to walk away. And the girl at the window, when I handed her the iPad back, she said, would you mind leaving a tip? or she said, our tip jar over here. And I said, I already tipped on the iPad. And she said, oh, this one is for our chef. And I looked over and there was a separate jar 
for the chef. What? So I didn't know what to do because I had left a pretty nice tip on the iPad, but I felt like I didn't want to like, you know, leave the chef out. So what did you do? Put money in there? I did. I only had a 20 though, and they were cashless. (laughs) Okay. So here's the other thing. Then I felt kind of scammed because they're cashless. They only have the iPad system. I only had a 20. There's a line behind me. I can't get change or anything. They're both staring at me at this point. So I've got the chef behind her staring at me. I've got her staring at me. What do you do? I had to drop the 20 in. Food truck pressure. My goodness. That's intense. It It was tipping pressure. Yeah. Tipping pressure. I've been there. I've, I've, I don't know in your situation, Meg, I think I would have been like, no, thanks. I don't know if that's bad, but if I didn't have a smaller bill, I probably would have erred on not tipping. Um, but I've had a situation, you know, nowadays all these restaurants are doing that same little, it's not the iPad, but it's like the little handheld stick your like kiosk. Yeah. Like kiosk I mean, like yeah. Chick-fil-A has it, you know, that's where I use it the most. But anyway, at a restaurant and there was one night, Ben and I were out eating dinner and it was time to pay. And the lady came over and she just held it in front of me, like for me to swipe my card. And, but then the tip thing comes up and she's literally standing over it looking as I'm filling all of it out. And I was like, tipping pressure. (laughs) Like you're staring at me, like giving me the stare down, you know, of, okay, you better give me a big tip. They might as well just sit in your lap and fill it out themselves. Seriously. Like, like, Hey, I need you to just give me 20% right now, which I usually do at a restaurant anyway. I think it's the principle of like hovering over me, you know? Yes. I, okay. So I knew we were going to talk about, you know, different kind of services and what to tip and what not to tip and things like that and sticky situations. So I I did do some research. I found two really great kind of articles and websites uh, for you guys because we like to provide y'all with resources too. So Dave Ramsey's website has a really good list of, you know, service people that you or services that you should tip for and different amounts. And I'll kind of get into that here in a second. The other one involving our two sticky situations, Megan, mm-hmm. specifically yours, um, you know, the magazine Real Simple. Yeah. They did a whole article on this and we'll make sure and put that in our show notes so you guys can go and and back and read through this. But here's what they tell you to do. If somebody's standing over you in that situation, specifically like a waiter, is to just politely say, I need just a minute if you could come back to our table in about five minutes and I can wrap this up for you or I'll, I'll finish tabbing out, but we're in the middle of a conversation or, you know, some, you know, polite way to politely excuse them from the table. Hmm. But I do feel like they stand real, real close. Yeah. And I don't know if uh, sometimes they've left that little handheld thing behind and, and, but most often they're like standing there over it, you know, holding you it. people think they have to stay there and stand there because people steal the handout? Oh, I don't know. But I mean, there's a possibility people steal everything, unfortunately. So I'm sure that, you know, maybe that's part of the policy that the owner tells the waiters or waitresses. And so they kind of have to, but I don't know. I feel like if I were in that situation, I would hold it, but be looking the other direction. 
I don't, I think I would at least take a step or two back. Back. Yeah. I have had, I have had the feeling where I'm like, whoa, you literally have brought me, you know, beverages and food all night and you haven't gotten this close. Like, <laughs> and now we're basically best friends. Do you want to move in with us? Like, yeah. what's happening here? <laughs> like, just, it's almost like they're sitting right on top of you. So I know exactly the situation you're talking about. I did like, and I'm probably not explaining it as well as the article. So y'all can go check that out. But they, I did like how they were talking about, you know, just politely say, Hey, I need a minute, you know, like without you standing here, I think that there's a sweet, respectful way to say that. And if they say, Oh, I'm not allowed to leave the kiosk thing here, then just say, okay, well, you know, give me a minute. So that way, at least you and whoever you're with can talk about, hey, well, you know, I've got to fill this tip thing out real quick. How much am I going to, you know, I think I get flustered. That's oh, my for biggest sure. point. For sure. So are you a 20% tipper at all times at restaurants? Or I know more. the answer to that. Yeah. I know. A, I was like, a, why are you yes. even asking? I, even if I've gotten bad service or haven't gotten what I was supposed to get, I literally, I know that somebody, they're probably having a bad day or something major is going on in their life and it's affecting, you know, them. I don't want to be the tipping point. <laughs> Do you hear? I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but for real, I don't want to be the person that piles even more junk on top of them. I would rather you know, change their day, change their mood, you know? So yeah, I usually do tip pretty good. Yeah. I'm a consistent 20% tipper at restaurants and, and even will round up usually, you know, I like the zero zeros on the end when I do, when I do the math. <laughs> oh my word. You're a perfectionist. Oh, I totally I've am. never done that. I've what? never done oh, that. I always do that. Or if it's like 73 yeah if it ends in 73 I'll knock it up like the 27 extra cents <laughs> that's funny that's why I Ben will. always hands it to me and he's like you do the math <laughs> okay so what I did love about my research into this is there were some services on here that I found that I was like oh some instances where you would tip and I hadn't thought about that so I'm just curious. I want I want to hear all your thoughts on this too. Would you tip an exterminator? Uh, I don't tip an exterminator. Do I need to be tipping an exterminator? Not according to like if you if they come out you know monthly or quarterly, however often you have your pest control guy out guy girl out right. You don't have to on the monthly, quarterly, or, or semi-annual or whatever basis you have them out. But if you have a situation in your home, like a squirrel in the attic or a raccoon in the attic, and they are spending all day at your home trying to help you out past, let's say, they're there till 7 p.m. at night, then you would want to do some kind of nice gesture, like a gift card to go out to dinner or, you but know. who has a, okay, this is, I know you probably have a gift card, like just sitting around on your counter somewhere to give to somebody, but I do not. I would send Logan out. 
I, to date, I don't because I just gave out some gift cards, <laughs> so I normally do. But I would send, I would send Logan. Like while out. the exterminator's there, you'd be like, "Hey, babe, go out." Or I would say, "Hey, you stay with the exterminator." One of us would leave real quick and run up to CVS and get a gift card or whatever, and and just make sure if they've gone above and beyond. You know, his day. You know, his he's put in his hours already. He doesn't have to stay. Oh, that's so intriguing. Okay. Okay. They're saying, so it's kind of more like not a percentage, just a thoughtful gesture. If, if you're having some kind of service at your home and they're going above and beyond like you're much like, okay, so this is a little bit different scenario, a lawn and landscape guy. That would be my husband. (laughs) (laughs) Receive your tips in the bedroom. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> okay. Uh, I kid, I kid. Um, so this one wasn't so much, again, on the monthly or biweekly, however you have them out. It's more of at the, and we're going into the holiday season. Like the above and beyond. It's just at the end of the year, oh, giving the them. Year for them. Yeah. Like at, at like the a Christmas holidays. gift. Yes, giving them a little gift and just saying, hey, thank you so much for all that you've done for us this year. Okay, I've seen that with like the post office carriers, you know, FedEx and UPS and USPS and all of them at the holidays. They're bringing so many packages to so many people's houses because we do so much online shopping now. I've seen people do like baskets on their front porch of water and Gatorade and snacks and granola bars. And it's specifically for all of the delivery service people. Yes. As a kind of a tip. And I like this. I think it's great. I don't know how to track down my, my postal carrier guy because we have like a, um, all the mailboxes are like way down the street. I don't ever know when he comes. We don't, we're really bad. We, Go maybe like once every two weeks. Checking the mail. Yeah. yeah to, I, to check the mail. I forget. So I don't know what to do other than to like stick a post-it note on my box that says, come to my house. I have a <laughs> gift for you. Like, I'd be like, uh, who are these people? Especially in any, South Florida. <laughs> but anybody could read that. And yes. Be like, I'm going to get all these people <laughs> showing up to my house. That so I haven't figured that one out for myself down here, but it, it does have postal carrier on the list as well as a kind of end of the year general. Thank you. Okay. Um, here's a different one, a barista. You're oh, like your coffee barista. barista. It doesn't give a percentage. This one is more of a, like every time you go or maybe every other time you go, put a dollar in the jar. Yes. Like leaving a little bit. So not an exact like percentage amount, but just, you know, if you have a dollar or if you have some change, you know, they always have those jars sitting out there. I think I struggle with that though, because I never have money on me, you know? And so I think that would be hard. That's hard for me. So I think it's easier. I would rather write that on the credit card tip line, but then Mm -hmm. I've seen that at a restaurant too, you know, where you order at the counter where you go to like a, like a Zoe's mm-hmm. kitchen, you know, where you go and you order at the counter and then they give you the thing and it's got the tip line on there. I'm always like, what do I do? Like, do I give them a dollar or two or do I not? Cause they're not serving me, but they are but serving they, me. 
Right. They've prepared your food. Yeah. And take your order. So there's, it's like Habsies, like a little Habsies service. So, <laughs> so yes, in those situations too, I would leave again, not, it's not a hard, fast, like percentage, like you would have if you're, you know, being waited on at a table, but give them a dollar or two, something if yeah. you have it. Or, or write it in if it's offered for you. So, yeah, both of those are, you know, just little nice gestures of appreciation. What about the grocery store pickup, the little curbside grocery store pickup? Oh, I love curbside. I do that all the time. But they tell us not to tip them. Like, specifically, they say, do not tip the drivers. I do know this has come up in like a thread in our Facebook group in my neighborhood. And some of them have said, I just leave like a $5 bill in the, in the trunk. So when they open up the trunk, they see it and they just take it and pocket it. And it doesn't sound creepy at all. I know, but that's there's what- $5 in my <laughs> trunk. <laughs> but that's what some of my neighbors say that they do. I don't do anything because they tell me not to. I did. I d- you know, I did. And well, I sure. got my hand. I got my hand slapped. Really? So what happened? I We do the Walmart pickup because that's the closest one to us. So right. we did the Walmart pickup. And when I was first using it, I was so ecstatic that it even existed. I was like throwing the money. Like, yes. Out the, like I would hold it over the back seat and make Haley hand it to him. Hand like, hey, him. give yeah. this to him. So yes, I was tipping. I did that for several weeks. And then one day a manager came out and he said, ma'am, I'm so sorry. Our guys can't accept cash tips anymore because they see the name, I guess, that comes up on the order. Oh, do they fight for you? I don't know. He kind of ended it there and he just said, we can't, we're not allowed to accept cash tips. I bet they were fighting for your car. Like, I'll take it. I'll take it. I want the money. So he just said, you know. They're paid and, you know, for their their services. And he just asked me to not do it anymore. So oh my goodness. I was like, oh, that's hard for me yeah. to like, because I feel like, okay, if I were in a grocery store and somebody was walking my groceries out to my car, I would tip them. And I never did do that. Like I never had any guy ever walk me to my car and unload groceries, but I saw plenty of people do that before curbside was a thing and I would have tipped them. So it kind of felt similar to me. So I was like, are you sure? Are you sure I can't give them a few dollars? Like, but no, it's a hard no. Wow. So Walmart, that's crazy. Walmart shut it down. Or at what least ab- the one here in Florida. Did. What about your hairdresser? This is the one I always struggle with. Like, I know that I need to tip them, but is it 20% that I tip a hairdresser? This one is a much higher range because it's not always necessarily that you're getting one service done by your hairstylist. And I think people fail to see that. So I, I did appreciate this information on both websites. Anywhere from, are you ready? 20% to like 40%. 40%? Holy moly, that's a lot. So here's the reasoning is a lot, the majority of the hairdressers or stylists out there are usually renting their own space. So they are an independently owned like business woman, man. So 
you have to kind of think through like they have to buy product if they're using any kind of product and not just coloring product. If they're using styling or, or hairspray, all of that costs money. And so they're trying to recover product cost. Uh, they get a ton of, you would be shocked at how many people cancel last, last minute, minute yeah. and then they can't feel, they can't fill that spot. So kind of like that is somewhat built into your tip too, just to make sure you keep them happy. Don't you want to keep your hairstylist happy though? Yeah, true. Missing with your hair. Yeah. So the other thing too, a lot of people get more than one service done at a time. So you may be getting your hair colored, but you may also get like a blowout done or you may get it styled or you may get it cut. Or if you're like me, they also do like your eyebrows and like- nice. They'll do other services for you. And so then that's when you would really want to kind of go above and beyond. I always tip my hair friend. I don't want to call her just stylist. <laughs> Your hair friend. <laughs> she's so much. She's a good, good friend and I love her. So I try to tip her very well because I just want her to know how much I love her and to keep doing such a great job on my hair. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little mind blown with the 40% number. What would you, what would you have like 20 to 35, 30% wouldn't have shocked you? Uh, I think 20, I think 30% would have shocked me. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm just in the, like, I'm used to just 20% being the number that that's the good number. Because some people, so they did mention, maybe this will make a little bit more sense. They did mention this in in the articles too, is because it's kind of like, um, you know, wait staff or waiters, Mm -hmm. they make like minimum wage. Oh, piddly money. They don't even, no, they don't make minimum wage. Wait staff makes like $3 an hour. And then they make the majority of their money on tips. Yes. So hairstylists, what they will do is they won't, They'll charge hardly anything on some of their services, knowing that, okay, really, I'm going to make the most, you know, like maybe some of them only charge $20 for a cut. Well, Oh, come on now. Where can you find a cut for 20 bucks these days? But I'm just saying, but then you know, okay, I really probably need to pay her anywhere from 40 to 45 do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I will say though, I'm hard pressed in my area to find, cause I don't color my hair. I just get a basic cut and I don't do it very often cause with curls and layers, I can hide it and it's not that big of a deal, but I am hard pressed to find somebody that will cut my hair for under 50 or $60. And that's me leaving with a wet head. Yeah. Not you know? even, not yeah. even them styling it. Yeah. I hear you. Wow. I, I hear you. You okay, know, so- you know, another one that I think surprises people is tipping. I do know this one is tipping in a hotel, like tipping your cleaning lady that comes and changes your sheets and gives you fresh towels. Like if you're staying for three nights, you need to leave a tip on the side table or where the TV is or something when you leave mm-hmm. that morning. Me and Logan, we have had this discussion because he did not know that. Yeah. I learned that and, years ago. And it's still hard because I have to remind myself, get cash, get cash, you know, to leave them something. Because then I tell myself, oh, man, do you think it's the same 
person that does it every time? Like what if I'm there a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, am I going to get a weekend staffer? And then, and so then I always worry about, do I leave it every day? So that person who cleans it gets it. I don't know. I don't know. Well, now during COVID, they won't come every day. That's right. At the hotels that we've stayed at since the pandemic, they have said that's part of our process. Like we only, we're not even doing, you know, any cleanings or turndowns. Like, so that has been a little bit of a game changer, but I agree with you. I think people remember to tip like um, the, bellman. If you're a con- the bellman and yeah. the concierge, but not the cleaning crew. Yep. So, And it's I'm only, I mean, you can do like two to $5 a day, but that's like a thing. Yep. So some others that were kind of like, oh, I hadn't really thought about um, like pet grooming services if they're mobile. And they come to you. Oh, right. Yeah. Because I don't do so, it when I drop the dog off. Right, right. I think obvious ones, uh, pretty standard, are like valet um, tour guides. Like if you're going out, if you're on a trip and you're doing some touristy stuff, like when we have people come in town and we go take them on those Everglades, the airboat tours, Yeah, they're 100% tip only. At, at least that's what they tell you. Mm, that's what they tell you at the end of the tour. So those to me are like obvious, okay, we need to have cash and we'll tip. Yeah. And I think we're heading into a season, right? For the holidays where tips matter even more, right? Like I think if we can err on the side of generosity and I kind of struggle with that and I know we're going to get into the spending and saving thing. Well, I'm glad you brought it up. That's a perfect. Okay. So we do want to get into a little bit of, are you a spender? Are you a saver? And I do agree with you. I think that anything that you give this time of year is going to speak a whole lot louder Mm -hmm. and more than other times of the year. Yeah, I am. I am the saver. And so I have a budget and I live by my budget and I change it every month. That's something that over the years that I've learned about budgeting is it's not a, a one size fits all every single month. And so I have a shifting budget, I would say every single month. And, um, but because of that, and I know where every penny goes, I do struggle sometimes with, I mean, inevitably I usually end up doing the extra tip and the generosity because that's where my heart leans, but my natural tendency is to, to not, um, I mean, if I'm being totally transparent, I hate that, but it's who, you know, how I'm wired and stuff. And so it takes extra effort for me to go, okay, does that $5 really matter in the long scheme of my budget? Or is it going to bless them more in this moment to give? And so I, you you know, I will end up doing that, but it is like this internal stupid struggle I have sometimes. Well, my struggle as a spender is obviously I'm a spender. Yeah. Logan is like, <laughs> could you please like be a little bit of a saver? Um, I think the biggest thing for me is just it's pure discipline. I love that you brought up your budget because I know you use an app for that. And I want to get into that here in a minute so you can share um, some of those resources. But I think me and Logan have different views of a budget too. So I think that's where sometimes we butt heads is he thinks, okay, I know exactly what we have coming in every month and what we should have going out every month. And it should look that way. 
every month. Every month. But there's so many different variables to me that come up each month that change month to month. Like, for instance, kids' birthday parties. Oh my gosh. Those are all the time. Haley Bell was invited to three kind of last minute. I mean, within a week or two notice, but that was it. So even that's $75 right there. And that's just one variable. So that is going to change even month to month. So I think if we could get on the same page as far as like, hey, the budget needs to shift and change each month. Like I will try to stay on a budget. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me what you do. This is where I need your help. Okay. So I love, I don't, I mean, it has probably been 10 years. I don't even know how long the app's been around, but probably 10 years I've been using the every dollar app by Dave Ramsey. He's just a money guy. Like he just knows a lot about money. And so he's got a lot of great resources, but their app, every dollar, you can get it for free, but the free version is you entering in all of your expenses, which I don't got time for that. So I pay for the yearly service And it is worth every penny. And I've connected like my bank accounts and my credit cards. And so everything that I spend, because we put everything on our credit card every month for the points, and then we just pay it all off at the end of the month. But all of that comes into the app. And then it's, I have everything categorized. So it's kind of like a digital envelope system. I think Dave Ramsey is like the one that really came up with the whole envelope system years and years and years ago. Um, but it's a digital one. And so then I just like, I set my budget every month and, um, and then when an expense pops up, I can like drag and drop it into that folder. And then I can see what I've planned, what I've spent and how much I still have left. I love it. Like, I always know how much money we have at all times. Okay. This stresses me out. Just <laughs> I can a little see bit. the stress in your face <laughs> and the long pause is like, uh, I don't know what to do with that information, Megan. <laughs> I don't, I mean, this idea of, I don't think I've ever budgeted every single penny. Oh, down to the penny. But here's the thing is we're a one income family and we have been for a really, really long time because I wanted to stay home from the kids. And so we had to make his dollars stretch, you know? Yeah. I think that it would show my husband a whole lot of love. Like this would just speak volumes to him if I could for even just a month or two say, okay, I'm going to do this budget and I'm going to stick to it. It would, Logan would love that. I just need him to give a little bit on, hey, these two months might look a little bit different in the budget. I think that's the, our biggest point of contention is figuring out each month what the budget is. Mm-hmm. Do you and Ben both participate on that or just, just one of you? So I do 95% of it. 
Okay. He's just not a num- like he's just not a numbers guy, and I'm better at it, and he knows that, and so it's easier for me to do it and manage it. More, we had more fights early on in our marriage when I tried to involve him in it than as the years have gone on. I'm just like, hey, this is where we are now. If there's something that we want to buy or like a big purchase, he's all in. Like he's a part of some of you know that decision making stuff, but day to day things, I set the budget and. Like we kind of stick to it, but like for those, those like birthday party events, Uh what we do that's helped the most absolutely is I have a whole separate, um, bank account that, uh, is pretty much like a savings bank account, but I don't think it's officially a savings account. It's all online. And I, like I had, we don't do a, um, an escrow account. So I save for our taxes all year long, you know, that kind of thing. And I just, it's where all the savings money goes. And so I have one of our funds there is called a sink fund. I don't even remember what that stands for, but way, 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 way back in the day, we came up with a sink fund and essentially it is the fund that ebbs and flows all year long, but I save for things that I know will come up, but I don't know when they'll come up. So birthday parties, for example, I have a line item in my budget that's called gift fund. And it's part of my sync fund. All my funds go into one account and I just manage it like through the app. But, um, so I sit down and I've kind of over the years just gotten really good at estimating. And I sit down and go, all right, how many birthday parties do I think my kids are going to get invited to? How much do I think I'm going to spend on my kids' birthdays, on my husband's birthday, on other people's birthdays, on Christmas? And I kind of come up with that big number and then I divide it by 12. And that's how much money I pull out every single month. And I send it to this bank account. So I'll use some of it every month. Like if my daughters have a couple birthday parties or this month was my daughter's birthday, I might use $300 out of it where next month I might only use $10 out of it, but I'm still saving for it all year long. And so I never get stressed out when I have birthday parties pop up or anything like that because I'm already pulling money out for it. You're already prepared. Yeah. Which this is the part of this whole topic that d- that doesn't always make sense to me because I'm an Enneagram six. I prepare for, for like everything. Everything. Yeah. This is probably one thing where I really struggle. Like I, it makes sense in my head. Like you talking about the budget, doing all that. It is literally just the discipline of doing it. I think is where I fall short. That's where I struggle with it. Cause I can't, I just haven't been able to do it. And So that part throws me a little bit because it truly is being prepared for whatever comes up. Yeah. I think sometimes it's coming up with a system that works for you. Not everything's going to work for the same for everybody, you know? And so when I found every dollar that what I liked about it is it made it super easy where everything just got plopped into the, you know, even our paychecks, like it registers. And so that goes into the like money in, and then we've got the money out, but I can take that budget and copy it for the next month. And then I just go in and shift a few things. Like if I know, oh, there's a weekend, the boys might go golf, you know, I'll put that in there and, oh, but we don't have pest control this month. And so I'll, you know, take that out. And so every month is usually within a few hundred dollars of each other. It just might shift, you know? Yeah. But I keep it like 
that is what over the years has helped us stay on a really tight budget. Well, I'm sure, I mean, Logan is more of a saver than I am, but he does have a generous heart too. Sure. Is Ben is a Oh, he spender? would spend what it all day long. Yeah. He totally would love. He's not a spender in the sense of let's go shopping. He's a spender in let's go do things. Let's go eat out and let's go, you know, do this experience or that, like the going out and enjoying time together and spending money in that way. But he's not like gonna go buy a new shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I wanted to also talk a little bit about so that's a budget talk and that's it's like awesome. I've got some good tips. I love your your app and I'm sure we'll link all of this in show notes. The only tip I can even remotely offer regarding a budget <laughs> and it's not even about a budget, it's more about shopping is if I make a list and stick to it then I don't overspend. Yeah, I hear that. When I don't make a list, I'm like throwing things in my... I know, but Meg, you do such a great job. Like you're not overspending on yourself. I think, you know, that's one thing that you overspend on other people. I will, I, you know what? I'm glad you said that because I feel sometimes like when I get thrown into the spender category, I feel kind of bad, but... But you're not. We, we don't take like lavish trips. No. We mm -mm. have old cars. You know, we're living in um, this, it's a very nice condo, but it's, you know, smaller than our home in Texas. So things like that, we don't overspend on ourselves. They are hundred percent right. I'm usually giving away. All <laughs> of my You're like, here, let me go. I mean, you do. We, you love buying things for people and we love I receiving do. them from you. <laughs> Well, uh, that is what is next on our list to talk about is a little bit of giving because we don't want to be Scrooges. We want to have a good balance, like Megan said earlier, where we are learning how to budget and um, be good stewards of our money because I think that that's important. But we also want to be like really joyful givers. And with the holiday season and all of that coming up, I've gotten a little concerned because... I hope you know this. If you don't know it, you might be living under a rock. <laughs> There's going to be a toy shortage. I know, right? All this like supply shortage. I went to, where'd I go? Oh, I went out to eat the other day and there was a big sign on the like restaurant, like where you order at the counter and it said, due to a supply demand or whatever it said, supply shortage, we don't have any yogurt for the blah, blah, blah salad or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, What? Oh my yeah. gosh. Um, I mean, it's affecting my, everything. Yeah. My sister Christy said uh, just the other day, she went to the grocery store and it looked like the shelves looked like when, at the very beginning of the pandemic when they were all bare and just empty shelves everywhere. And that's at the grocery store. I'm kind of like, what is going on? And I knew we were doing this episode on, you know, tipping and kind of spending, saving, but I wanted to jump into to some of this toy food shortage stuff. I did a little bit of research. It's all over the news. I mean, you barely even have to Google it and everything will come up. Here's what's happening. There is a global supply chain crisis. I thought maybe we were talking about like North America, South America. 
I'm naive and I feel ridiculous even saying that that is what I thought, but that's what I thought. And it's worldwide. Yeah. And that bizarre. And it's not getting fixed anytime soon is what they're saying. Yeah. This is what it makes me kind of want to throw Christmas, like traditional Christmas out the window. Like where you just, everybody has their list and you just buy the things on the list and then you wrap them and put them under the tree. I I just want to do something totally different this year. I haven't figured it out. I told Ben this last night. I was like, what can we do that's just so different? I don't know. But would you love that? (laughs) I don't and know. And with the other people yeah, that you're my, giving it to. My it. other people might not. But I don't know. Like I'd still want to do stockings and stuff like that. But I'm thinking let's just go go somewhere and go just enjoy each other instead of feeling this pressure to put these things under the tree. That is me rebelling against this supply chain thing. <laughs> okay. Well, I've got to tell you because when I was – watching all the news and reading all the articles about it, trying to kind of gather more information on it. I stopped what I was doing. It got me in such a panic. This is what media can do to you. Got me in such a panic. I went to my Target app. I have no joke, like at least $300 worth of like (laughs) toys and gifts sitting in my Target cart right now because I thought, well, I got to get it now. Oh my gosh, I'm reading all this stuff. I'm seeing all this stuff. I better get it now. It's available. I'm putting it in my cart. And then I stopped and I was like, wait a second. This is exactly what they wanted us to do. So then it got me to thinking, is this all a scam too? Oh, girl, don't even go there. I have no idea. But isn't it interesting how opposite we were in the same information? You're like, let me fill my cart with $300. And I'm like, I'm not buying anything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You went to, listen, you went to the Scrooge corner. I totally did. (laughs) I went to the Santa Claus corner. Yes. Grinch and Santa Claus right there. Oh my gosh. You know what I really want to know is because of this supply chain shortage, that's a lot to say. It is. Um, what is all the Black Friday shopping and sales? Like what is retail gonna look like? I think on it's gonna be different. I think it's gonna I well, it's already changed drastically over the years, right? I mean, I remember when Ben and I were first married and super poor. And we had a TV that was on the fritz and he was like, I'm going to go to Black Friday and I'm going to get us a new TV because that's when you get two TVs for a really good price. And I was like, all right, dude, you do that. And he did. He was up at like two in the morning, you know, got in line, just got that one TV and came home because we couldn't afford anything else. But nowadays it's online. They're starting at Thanksgiving day because everybody's at home bored after we eat. Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday. Like everything is, it's so different now. I know. I do kind of miss it. You know, I have the funniest story. I've told you this before. Um, It's years and years ago, like before I even had Haley Bell. So it was when Audrey was little and I went Black Friday shopping with our very close friends, Rich and Melissa. Do you know this? I don't know if I remember it. I've got to tell it. Okay. So I told Rich, I think we were together for something on Thanksgiving night and I, Rich and Melissa were going to go out at like midnight to do like 
their Christmas shopping. And they were talking about what good people watching it is, like just the mayhem, (laughs) like the chaos of it all. And I had never gone, like truly gone, like at midnight or after midnight. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I love people watching. I could like sit in an airport forever and just like watch people like walking by. So I was all over that and I'm a night owl. So I was going to probably be up anyways. Logan decided he was going to stay home with Audrey. She was already in bed and stuff. And so I venture out with Rich, our good friends, Rich and Melissa. And we go to Walmart. Oh, gosh. Listen, there's some good people watching at Walmart no matter <laughs> what, what time, of, time year. of the year. <laughs> yes. I know about all the hashtags and everything. This took it up a whole other level. So we got there shortly after midnight, and I didn't really know what to expect. I think I, in my mind, I thought it was just going to be like the regular store open at the regular time, but they had like aisles taped off. And then like out in like the middle of the men's clothing section would be a whole big stack of TVs and a line would be forming behind that. So they would have these like spots and locations of different things that were major on sale items all throughout the store. And then there would be these like masses of people either lined up or gathered around. And then, so I was like taking it all in. Then they started making announcements on the overhead speaker and there were police officers stationed all throughout. And I thought, okay, oh, man. oh no, what's happening? <laughs> what's happening now? They start making announcements, kind of like, get ready. We're fixing to release, you know, whatever. Rich tells me, he's like, okay, you get a cart. Melissa, you get a cart. I'm going to get a cart. We're all going to get in the different lines that we wanted to get items for. Well, I really wasn't going to get anything. I was just going to kind of like people watch, but I was like, oh, I'll get a cart. I'll get a cart. I'll get a few stocking stuffers for Audrey or whatever. Who's probably one at the time, right? So then another announcement goes off on the loudspeaker and it's like all these things open up and Rich is like, okay, you go that way. Melissa, you go that way. He's going that, Rich is going this way. And we all split in different directions and there is a mob of people all of a sudden like, surrounding me. I'm, I got pushed into, they had this one big massive thing of DVDs. I got pushed into like a DVD bin. (laughs) They're, they're old, like 1980s movies that have like, they've put on DVD now, not anything, any good. I'm throwing them in my cart. I saw grown women diving into these bins. Oh my goodness. For these dollar DVDs. Okay. It, you, you just get like sucked into it. Then the mob moves to a different area and you just kind of start going with people and people are like, there's only two left of this. Grab it now. Get it now. Put it in the cart. Did you see that deal over there? And you just start like following, following them. <laughs> okay. You're like, I start filling up my cart. And we had said that we would meet back at our spot in 30 minutes. So before I know it, like 30 minutes goes by, I come rolling up. I have my cart is full of stuff. I look over at Rich. His cart is full of stuff. I look over at Melissa. Her cart is full of stuff. Rich looks at me and he goes, why do you have a humidifier? (laughs) And I was like, 
I it was the last one. So the lady <laughs> told me to grab it. I looked at him. I go, why do you have a vacuum cleaner? I think he had a vacuum cleaner and a microwave. I was like, why do you have those? He's like, I don't know. They're on sale. And Melissa had diapers in her cart. They didn't have children. Oh, my yet. gosh. We all were just throwing things in our cart. You get sucked in and you're like, oh my gosh, okay. And so Rich goes, okay, everybody go empty their cart, go back to the places that we're supposed to really get what we wanted, go back and get those, we'll reconvene in 30 minutes. We did it all over again. We both filled up our carts with things that like had nothing to do with what we needed you just get sucked in so quickly. And so we came back and Rich was like, all right, we're leaving. Like, <laughs> so you we left with it. nothing. We left with nothing. <laughs> Black Friday. Was, oh my goodness. It was crazy. It was, it was also a whole lot of fun. So I'm kind of sad that that's going away because it was some good people watching. I'm not joking. Hand to God, ladies were diving into that's this. That's insane. And you know what I was doing while you guys were out there at two in the morning or whatnot? Sleeping. I was sleeping in my bed like a baby. <laughs> like having, a, <laughs> having a, a good old time, you little snoozer. Uh, no. So I, yeah, it'll be interesting to see now because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. because of all the, you know, e-commerce, it just everything's online. How does that shift and change? Yeah, it does change a lot. I think for me, one thing that I I think that I should do this holiday season is add a line item in my budget. You know what it should be? Uh, Tips. Tips. Yes. Right? Like I feel like after talking, that would be a blessing to people if I added that and like made an investment and an intentional move. I think that is the, maybe I should have added that into our, um, our tips for tips. Can you see what I did there? <laughs> I did see. Man, you're on a roll. Um, is just being joyful, like a joyful yes. giver. There's so many like little scripture verses about that. And I think that is really the heart behind me being a spender too. And really why my husband is so great about it. He really doesn't give me I know he would prefer if I stuck to a, a little bit closer bu- budget <laughs> or something that resembled a budget, <laughs> but he doesn't harass me too much because he knows that it's like really coming from a good place and like being joyful and giving and and like you said, just going above and beyond for somebody. So if life has handed you lemons out there, like tip somebody. Big, like, like a big tip. Big. Nice, like, generous. That would like more than make their day, that they would remember it. Um, speaking of remembering, we would love it if you guys remembered us. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, we would love for you to do this. We have a couple new merchandise items on our website. And we love them. We think they're pretty funny. And we we think you'll love them too. So if you do think of it and you need a good gift idea, head over to our website and click on our merchandise and check that out today too. But we appreciate you guys listening and we hope that y'all have a wonderful week. 
And, you know, don't forget to tip big, be generous, and squeeze the good today. She's already, she's already upset with me. This is officially the bloopers reel. This is the end of the podcast. And if you've made it this far, well, one, thanks for listening to the Meg's podcast today. Two, you're officially our favorite listener. Right? Nobody makes it to the end in a podcast ever. 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 It, it's like the movie credit end scenes where everybody's walking out. I know, but now all these movies are coming out with like end reels, which is this great. Could be, this could be our end, our bloopers end reel. Okay, so here you guys go. The, the ones that are still here. You're awesome. You're amazing. Go just like squeeze the crap out of the lemons today. We're, sque- <laughs> we're squeezing craps out of lemons today. You are awesome. You're our favorite listener. Thank you so much. <laughs>